Welcome to the Bloom Podcast. I'm your host, Bridget. Now let's grow together. Welcome back to another episode of Bloom. This episode is going to be a quick one, and I hope it speaks to you because I'm sure, like me, you're probably feeling some of these same things too. So I thought it would be good to just talk about it and we can walk through this together. The whole intent of today's conversation is really talking about getting back to normal and things are starting to open back up. More and more events are taking place. There's less restrictions and protocols. We're walking into establishments without masks. You know, you probably heard others say, I'm so glad that things are getting back to normal or I'm ready to see some normalcy. But when you hear that, what does normal mean for you? Because for me, it's kind of taken on a whole new meaning. Although while I'm really excited to see faces not covered in masks, I can see big smiles, sometimes a few smirks, but any expression right now, I will take it. I love leaning in and hugging people without feeling weird, like I'm not supposed to. I'm a big fan of hugging. Um, I think this scared my husband when we first met. My family has to hug every single person. You know, when we're telling them bye, you literally go around to every single one, give them a big hug before you leave. So this was a normal thing for me. And then when COVID came, this was something that I really wasn't comfortable in doing. I crave closeness and, you know, having this position as something that you can't do was, was really difficult for me. I am ready to get back to normal, but I want a new normal like you. I hope you want a new normal. There were a lot of things that were good prior to the pandemic, and there were also a lot of things that weren't that good. But last year, it really gave me the opportunity to realign the things in my life that were and weren't serving me. So what are you getting back to? Are you getting back to busy, rushed, overcommitted, exhausted? Even though we've missed doing a lot of these things, what I want to make sure and some of the things that I'm working through now And I'm sure you're probably working through these as well as things start to open back up, but making sure that I'm not saying yes to the wrong things and I'm saying yes to the right things. Because remember, when you say yes to one thing, you're saying no to something else. So what is getting your yes? I'm trying to really make sure that I'm not falling back into this rut of going and doing and being busy and overcommitting myself. You know, it does feel amazing to have options of things to do again. There's a part of me that really just wants to dive in and make up for lost time. There's also this part of me that's struggling with finding that balance and making sure that I'm setting a good pace for myself so that I can be in the moment, not running from one thing to the next. I do want to get back to normal, but I don't want to go back to the old normal because that didn't serve me well. I want to continue with this new rhythm of normal that was formed out of this past season of my life and cultivating my routines, intentional commitments of less hustle and more presence less worry and more peace, less exhaustion and more rest. I'm really trying to detach more from what fills my day and books up my calendar and cling to what really fills my soul. And maybe you are too. So I thought that this would really be an episode that we could talk through together. So I want to share a few examples of how I'm choosing to find this new normal. Number one, I really had to sit down and take inventory of what's getting my time and attention. Is it too many meetings? Is it too many coffee dates or lunches, you know, whatever that looks like. Is it putting my kids back in all the sports, you know, signing them up for this and that, really taking a good look at where I was spending my time? Because as you all know, time is so precious. And I wanted to make sure that what was getting my time was worthwhile, that I wasn't falling back in that trap of the cycle that I was in before. So writing it down was one of the first things that I did. 
So after taking inventory and writing everything down, then I had to choose what do I want to continue? What's worth continuing and what's not. And from there, cut out the excess. If that means one sport per kid, if that means one lunch per week, or if that means one lunch per month, if that means I'm only committing myself to the things that are really necessary at this point. So cutting out that excess, realigning what stays and what goes. And then the next thing I had to do was I had to set some boundaries so that I didn't fall back into that trap of getting stuck on that crazy wheel of life and just spinning my tires and going without really having a whole lot of purpose. One of the things that I had to do that helped me, maybe it'll help you, is I practiced those responses. I practiced saying no. And when someone would ask me to go to lunch or when someone would ask me to do an event that I just didn't have time for because it took away from everything else, I had a response prepared. So I knew what to say. So I wasn't caught off guard and I was ready. You need to feel good about your decision because I felt good about my decision. Making that list and writing down what is serving me, this is what I'm going to continue to do in the new normal. And these are the things that I'm not. And once I had exceeded that, that's when I said no. So set those boundaries. Don't get caught off guard. Be prepared and feel good about your decision. The next thing that worked for me was just staying the course, talking about things with my spouse or your partner, whatever, get a close friend, have some accountability, have somebody that you can talk to that has your best interest at heart that can help you be intentional with your choices. It's going to make all the difference. And the last thing that really helped me was to set my environment up for success. You know, if your phone is something that's holding you back, don't put it beside your bed, charge in another room. If you're sucked in to checking social media or getting online before you fall asleep or the first thing in the morning, put it somewhere else. You know, if you're over committing and saying yes to things, you know, you're sucked into five hours of Netflix, set a timer, go back to your list of things that matter. And those things that you want to accomplish every day, or you want to have a part of your day and make sure that those things come first. This past year and a half was hard, and I know it was tough for you too, but it was also a blessing for me. And in so many ways, you know, I learned so much from the struggle and it forced me to hit the pause button. It really made me sit still and focus on what do I want? What am I trying to accomplish here? What, what matters most to me? So when hitting that pause button, it forced me to slow down. It forced me to be still with my thoughts and to make better decisions throughout all of this. I learned quite a bit and hopefully you can learn something from some of these things too. And maybe you're feeling some of these things as well, but I learned to control the things that I can control only. Those are my thoughts and my actions, my attitude, the effort that I give and everything else that I can't control. I'm just going to give that over to God because that alone is pretty freeing, not having to carry that weight of those things that you can't control. The worry and the fear and the anxiety is not worth it. So focus on what you can control not what you can't. Another thing that I learned was less really is more. It is. I've learned that time with the people that I love means more than anything money can buy. My circle comes first and that time with them is so much more important than going and doing or buying them something or taking them somewhere. I've also learned that being intentional is so much better and half-ass for myself and for those on the receiving end. I've learned that the more that I take time for myself, the more I can give to others. This was something that was hard for me to adopt because I thought I had to do more for other people always. But really, once I focus and pour into myself first, 
they get the best part of me. They get more of me. So that was something that really benefited from this. I've also learned that boundaries change my life. And no is not always a negative word. I've learned that choosing my path is always better than going along with someone else's. And I've also learned that my habits and routine can really change and shape my attitude and my outlook and my mindset. I was talking with a dear friend of mine the other day, and you know, she recently said, sometimes you just got to take the gold and leave the dirt. And she's right. We've got to take the gold out of last year, out of this pandemic, and we've got to leave this tough season, leave the dirt behind us. You know, let's create a new normal. When somebody says, let's get back to normal, I want you to think about what normal you're going back to. And is this really serving you? Because now we have an opportunity to elevate ourselves in this next season into a new normal, new routines, new habits, new mindset, new outlook that can really serve us in the next season. Are you with me? And if you are still with me, I just want to say thank you and let you know how much I appreciate you because I can tell there's footsteps coming in here. There's pots and pans clinking in the kitchen. My husband's fixing dinner. So if you're still listening, even in the midst of all this, this is real life. This is how it happens. This is what's going on when you all are listening to an episode. So I appreciate you for listening and tuning in and I'll talk to you soon. Mm -hmm.